Welcome back to Snell Nation. Um, broadcasting on this, this beautiful Sunday evening. And I was just uh, doing some, a little bit of reading. And a, an article kind of popped up because, you know, I, I really got to get better about turning off my, uh, my notifications on my phone. Um, but the headline was... Um, uh, discussion about vaccine passports intensifies and I was thinking back like yeah I haven't really heard a whole lot about that or dug into it in a little while and um, it somewhat goes back to a uh, podcast I did a day or two ago just talking about vaccinated versus unvaccinated and uh, I briefly mentioned vaccine passports um, I talked about it a little more in detail, I think a couple of weeks ago, I think three weeks ago. But it it's just kind of interesting, just this, this tug of war happening behind the scenes. And uh, you're seeing these, these stark differences in uh, just the approach to, to vaccine passports um, based on whether your, your governor is blue or red, um, because that's that's where we are. We have these these party lines, which... You know, ultimately, and I've expressed this plenty of times, you know, I don't really believe there is a left and a right or a red or a blue. I believe they, they fall under the, the same hierarchy. I mean, essentially, you know, I believe there's just one party, uh, the, the corporation, that that's the party. And then red and blue just falls in line underneath it. And uh, just to kind of play up the show and, and keep us believing in this uh, two sided uh, paradigm, you know, but but anyway, Vaccine passports. So we've got uh, cases going down, case numbers, uh, which has been pretty much a a part of the fear-mongering propaganda. It's all about cases, cases, cases. Um, You know, deaths are down, cases are down. We've got um, 180 million people or so in this country that at least received one dose of the of the uh, of the COVID jab, so you've got all these things going on, and you would think, like, oh, this is this is good. Like, they're they're they're, they're reopening businesses, reopening uh, <laughs> different uh, different sectors and different cities and different states. Wow, it looks like we turned a corner. Well, I guess that's it. We can get back to our normal life. Not exactly. And wh- what you're starting to see now is this division between the the vaccinated and the unvaccinated we had the transition where those who didn't wear masks last year were you know demonized and and called selfish and and those that didn't want lockdowns or you know if it was a large group of white people they just called them racist and if it just happened to have minorities mixed in it then they just called them selfish or murderers or you know anti-science you know and all that good stuff and then we had the flip side going into 2021 where you know we had the big vaccine push uh, the big the big jab push. And so now you have people that are vaccinated and, you know, according to the CDC, because, you know, they're, they're always right uh, that you you if you're vaccinated, you don't need to wear a mask. So now you have people that uh, not they're not necessarily anti-vax, such as myself. I'm not anti-vax, and, but I don't want this. I don't want this shot. Uh, so you have those people trying to be nice and courteous and, and wear a mask and you have those that now aren't wearing a mask that are uh, 
lobbing the occasional insult at, at individuals or scowling at, at individuals that uh, that are wearing a mask because now it symbolizes something completely different. Um, before it was a bit of a symbol of compliance and you know some would even say maybe even obedience um, but now it's a symbol of defiance you know and all that kind of stuff so it's just fascinating that that flip but anyway uh, there were a couple stories uh, because I, I saw that headline about vaccine passports and I thought like wait a minute I thought this was dead in the water uh, no <laughs> uh, it's in full effect uh, and it, 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 there's this push happening, you know, state by state. And some governors are approaching it differently. I mean, uh, we have the, the governor in Florida uh, where it was just an all out ban. Like, hey, yeah, we don't need it. We're reopening everything. We're trying to get back to the real normal rather than the new normal or the abnormal. Uh, but in New York, um, that wonderful governor, uh, Cuomo, who apparently I, no one is really all that stuff, all the, the sexual harassment claims, all those things, I guess don't matter. The thousands of uh, elderly individuals that, that died uh, because of his approach at the very beginning, having people uh, in the most vulnerable demographic be huddled together in nursing homes because of uh, his approach, because of, you know, because of his guidance. I guess none of that matters. Um, so, in New York. So, we, we had the New York Yankees, and they received approval from, from the state um, and the, the city of New York and the uh, and uh, Major League Baseball to create these designated full-capacity uh, seating sections, uh, only for fans that are fully vaccinated, fully vaccinated, um, and this is something that started May the 21st. And it's not as simple as uh, there, there's no honor system or anything like that. It just you have to show um, your vaccination card or, or something along those lines uh, because there's nothing dystopian about that or, or, or creepy about that. But, um, yeah, you have to show that proof in order to gain access to those areas. And, you know, I was reading through that. And there's 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 all these heavy guidelines about it, and it's it's so serious, and I I just have to ask the question, the obvious question that I believe a lot of people are asking, uh, some may be afraid to ask the question, but it's an obvious one, if you're fully vaccinated and the vaccines work, why do I need to do anything? I mean, there was a point last year where it was. You know, well, you're not wearing a mask and, and the insults were like, well, you're going to, you know, you're going to be dead in three months and you're going to be dead because you're not wearing a mask and this and that. And when that doesn't work, then it transitioned into, oh, no, now my life's in danger. You're threatening me because of your noncompliance. Well, here we have the vaccines. Well, if they work, then why do I have to do anything? Why do I have to, you know, why do I have to be coerced into wearing a mask or have all this, um, all these incentives to get a vaccine. Why do I have to jump through hoops to travel internationally, you know, or to see my favorite sports team or, or, or whatever, you know? So, and that's purely hypothetical. I dropped all professional sports, I think, except soccer um, because of all the racial justice, social justice, insanity of 2020. But that's, I'll save that for another, another discussion. But here, you know, we have, 
these magical, you know, va- vaccines, these magical jabs that, you know, just just get it, just get the jab because it, it'll make your life easier. You'll be fully protected, you know, from from this deadly uh, Spanish flu level extinction level event, or at least that's how it's described to us by CNN and, and, and uh, a lot of the other networks that are singing the same the same song. And we're just going to roll with it, I guess. And we're also ignoring the thousands of deaths that happen immediately after getting the first or second round of the jab. We're not, we're not going to talk about that. We're not going to talk about the, uh, I think, over 200,000 uh, adverse reactions to the jab. We're not, we're not going to talk about that. And that's another thing that I found interesting with this flip. Uh, where last year, last spring, last summer, you know, uh, we had COVID cases on the rise. We had deaths on the rise. And anyone who said, hey, you know, maybe lockdowns don't work. Maybe masks don't work. Maybe we should take a different approach. Then it was, no, every, you know, if we can save one life. And I believe it was... uh, Governor Newsom out in California that made that statement. Several of them have made it, but he was he was a big one. Uh, you know, if we can just save one life with all these draconian, <laughs> he didn't say draconian, but that's what I was thinking. You know, if we could save one life by making all these changes in policy and doing lockdowns and, you know, shutting down entire economies and causing massive unemployment and, and uh, increasing uh, homelessness and, and all that kind of stuff, then just saving one life, then it's all worth it. Now, you come to 2021 and you raise your hand like, hey, uh, you know, a thousand people just died uh, so far from, you know, these vaccines. And we've got people dying from the Johnson and Johnson with blood clots, that kind of stuff. You know, hey, um, you know, maybe we should slow this down just a little bit. Oh, you such a conspiracy theorist, you know. Oh, you're such a this, you're such a that, you know. And you're, you're so negative, you know. Like we, you know, this, we have to save lives. Like, wait a minute, I don't we, we rushed breakneck speed, you know, we, we just we we rushed to push this, get this stuff out there. And some of which, um, because not all of these shots are uh, mRNA. So I believe it's Pfizer, Moderna, it's mRNA, um, not Johnson. But I'm, I think that I think that's the that's the design here. So that's not, you know, it's something that's fresh and new. And yes, you know, you know, the data is there, mRNA. Yes, the information is there. Um, but we still, to this day, we still have never had an fully FDA approved uh, mRNA vaccine, which should tell you something. So you have all that. And you have the a lot of the legal protections and, and things of that, the things of that nature that protect the the pharmaceutical companies to protect those those manufacturers, but I'm not feeling any sense of um, concern uh, just uh, for for the end users, you know, for for us normal citizens. You know, I'm seeing just a lot of like, oh, it's completely safe, just get it, just get it. Well, if thousands of people have died, I think um, over four thousand at this point, then. It's not 100% safe and people should be given all the information so they can make 
a, uh, a, a sound decision, you know, a, um, an educated decision, an informed decision. Um, but when you start to ask those questions, you know, I've been met with, you know, um, you know, you know, you're just, you're just making waves, this and that. It's like, no, I'm, I'm not, I'm not throwing out there, uh, throwing out there like all kinds of stuff like, oh, it's going to alter your DNA. It's going to do all this crazy stuff to you. No one should get it, you know, run away. No, no, I honestly, I don't, I don't care because I'm not getting it. If someone else wants to take that chance, you know, hey, hey, go to town. Um, but I do feel that uh, every, every citizen is entitled to have all the information. That that's all I'm asking for. I'm asking for well, for one, freedom of choice. Uh, don't try to force your your beliefs and your approach and you know um, all that stuff. Your your decisions. Don't force those on me. You make your choices. Your body, your choice. You do your thing. My body, my choice. I'll do my thing. Uh, but I I just I just find it all quite fascinating, and it, it's. It's, it's a knife fight, you know, just to have a civil discussion in a public public setting with, you know, uh, multiple people about this sort of thing uh, because it's become taboo. Like, you know, don't don't ask questions. Don't ask for, for research, more research, more information. You know, don't ask obvious questions like, hey, um, so when approval going to happen? And, you know, hey, do, doesn't it take, you know five, you know, eight, 10 years for a vaccine to get approval. And this was able to be done in a year. Like what, what's so different now than, you know, what's been done in the past? Well, t changes in technology. Yeah, sure. But you still shouldn't rush like clinical trials, things of that nature. You know, you've got pregnant women that are getting this thing and they have no idea about the long-term effects this will have on their child or on them. Um, we don't know, like the you know. Well, now twelve-year-olds can get can get the shot, and they're encouraging that. Um, and Pfizer would like to get that lowered, put down even lower, so younger children can get the shot, even though they're the least affected demographic and they and they don't need it. Um, but no one has any idea about the long-term effects of any of this stuff. Um, it's just like when people talk about uh, social media, and this is a little off-topic, but there's some some tie, there's some connections here. And people talk about social media, it, you know, like the science and how it impacts the human brain and, and, and uh, human behavior, all that kind of stuff. But the reality is we don't know. We don't want to admit this, but we have no clue how this is going to impact society 20 years from now, 30 years from now, because this is this is fairly new. But we don't want to admit that now with these uh, with these shots, no clue. You know, people can say, hey, look at all these. Here's a fact sheet that shows just how safe it is and, you know, the efficacy, all that good stuff, you know. And, you know, I look at that stuff and, of course, I'm 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 skeptical, like instantly, um, because you look at you look at Pfizer and, you know, just billions and billions of dollars in uh, settlements and, and centered around fraud and <laughs> all that kind of stuff and hiding information and, and manipulating uh, clinical data and that kind of stuff, like stuff that could directly connect to what they're trying to sell us now. Um, that in itself just is a real big turnoff uh, because in reality, you know, 
you got to sell this thing to me. You got to explain to me why I need this thing. You can't just say, uh, well, you know, our, our scientists say it's good. So here, take it. Can I, can I get some pamphlets? Can I get some information? Can I see the, the timeline the, for the approval process? Can I see some of the, some of the clinical trials data? Can you, can you, can you give me something other than just telling me to just shut my mouth, line up and let me stick this thing in your arm? I mean, it's, it's fa It just, it all just fascinates me. Uh, cause I feel a bit of indifference. You know, I, I, I want us, of course, I don't want anyone to, uh, suffer any adverse reactions or anything like that. Um, I, I, I don't want that. And I know there's some people that may think like, you know, maybe someone wants to be able to say, Hey, I, I was right. Or I told you so, but you know, that's never, that's never really been my thing. You know, I want everything to work out for, for everyone. Um, I just want to be left alone. That's, that's, that's the big thing. I just, just don't, don't try to drag me into your shenanigans or into your choices, you know, leave me alone. And, uh, of course I always think to like my, my money, you know, leave, leave my tax dollars alone as well. You know, just, you know, I don't want to subsidize your poor behavior and, you know, or whatever, whatever choices you decide to make, be it poor or, or if it works out well for you, great, but just leave me out of it ultimately. And now we have these, uh, these vaccine passports, which, you know, let no good crisis go unutilized. I mean, there's just the, the whole concept of vaccine passports, it's been sitting, it's been right there. And, uh, some of our politicians just will not let this thing go because it's a golden opportunity. And right now, uh, fear, it's not at an all time high. Um, it's not where it was, um, say at the end of summer last year, uh, people have been become a bit more desensitized and just kind of, Hey, well, you know what? At this point, if, if it was going to get me, it would have already gotten me. And if it just happens to get me, well, then it's just my time, but I'm not, <laughs> I'm not going to sit around here and just, you know, live in a bubble, you know, but that was the opportunity. And now eh, people are starting to just ask more questions. They're starting to dig for more information. Um, they're becoming a bit more bold, um, which is fantastic, I think. Um, but the, there's no re there's no legitimate reason for vaccine passports to be this thing. Like, you know what? What cases going down, deaths going down, you know, uh, shots going out. Hundreds of millions of people are getting in. Like globally, I think we're at one point two billion. I think. So at this point, you know, if, if people don't have it in this country, um, depending on which part of the country, if you didn't get it by now, then you obviously don't want it. And if, and if the vaccines do work and the people that, you know, received it and that, Hey, that they're covered, they get their first round, second round, I guess, you know, at one point Pfizer said there might be a third round. There might need to be a yearly thing. You know, because I'm sure that, you know, money has nothing to do with it. That 10 to 15 billion dollars in guaranteed revenue for just this one product has nothing to do with this. Them pushing this it out, you know, because they would never lie to us, uh, even though they have for since since always. <laughs> but that that is uh, that is where we are. 
And when I look at like the, the whole concept of the vaccine passport, I know I've mentioned this before, but if you get a second, just Google Google IBM and the Holocaust. There are a couple different books that'll pop up, some different articles, but it's it's interesting when you look at the history of some of these um, the, these chemical companies and pharmaceutical companies, and uh, it it's pretty wild. And some of the the connections that you'll see. And uh, IBM in particular, it just feels like it's something that's trying to come full circle where, you know, it, it's a company that had its early start and, you know, and played a hand in, in tracking Jews at concentration camps with a punch card system. And it, it wouldn't have been possible. The Germans wouldn't have, the, the Nazis wouldn't have been able to do some of the things they're able to do with, with tracking without their machines, without their punch card uh, machines. And, and we're, we're becoming this, uh, we're becoming very laxed and very laid back. And, you know, here comes all these wild ideas and, and it's being sold to us as normal. And because we see it on TV and we see celebrities, you know, getting their shot, we get our shot. You know, we, we see celebrities and politicians wearing their masks and we put our mask on. You know, and then next you'll see, you know, LeBron James and, you know, and, and a couple of other celebrities and, you know, Oprah wearing some sort of a tracker on her wrist or something. Or you'll see them pull out their phone, their iPhone, and it'll show a, the, their, their, uh, their passport, you know, for uh, your vaccine passport for travel and which will be tied to your, uh, your normal passport, you know, just all that stuff to normalize it. And people will just accept it. You know, not everyone, but a big chunk will just say, hey, you know what? Sure, I'll just go along for the ride and, you know, maybe I can get my life back if I just do this, you know, and just dangle the carrot, you know, here, just just do this. And, you know, you, you can you can get your life back. And some of the politicians even made statements that bold, like, hey, just, you know, if you, if you get if you just get the shot, then your life goes back to normal. You know, I've had people nudge me about it and they'll talk about the shot and, you know, well, if you just get the shot, it'll be easier for you maybe to get around. And, well, no, it, it, well, it won't. Um, and uh, two, I, I just I don't feel comfortable getting it. And when you're talking about uh, bodily autonomy, that's all that matters because your body is your body, or at least it should be. And once someone starts to dictate things and and, co and use coercion and, you know, what exactly do you become? Um, because I, I would have to question, like, are, are you really, are you alive or are you just living? You know, are you just, are you, are you, are you waiting to die or are you, are you just existing or are you just, you know, all those things just kind of come in my head when I think about that, you know, exactly, you know, what freedoms do I actually have? What liberties do I actually have? What control over um, uh, my my will or my physique and and all those things? You know, so I'm, it's concerning. Um, but at the same time, I, I know this will be one more thing where we'll turn the corner, you know, with these passports, because it's just. There's no logic in it whatsoever. And other countries are really going hardcore, um, uh, uh, like in the UK, in, uh, in, in Ireland. I've heard some interesting things about uh, some of the, 
the madness that has happened over there over the past year, you know, but hey, it was just, just some thoughts I had, you know, I wanted, I wanted to try to keep this short and I think I still managed to, to uh, take this all the way to 24 minutes, but it was just something I, I just found interesting and this, uh, just this division or this, you know, we're, we're already divided by, you know, by, by race and sexual orientation and, and gender and, you know, um, all that stuff, political affiliations. And, and now we have the medical side where either you're, you're vaccinated or unvaccinated and you're on this side or that side, you know, and, uh, hopefully it doesn't morph into a cult like the, uh, like the, like our politics. Um, but it, it meets that two-sided paradigm design, which it's so easy for us to fall in line with those. Um, but just a few thoughts I had on vaccine passports. Um, but please, uh, let me know some of your thoughts. Uh, feel free to send me a message on the Anchor app. Drop me a review on Apple Podcasts. Um, you can also find me on LinkedIn and, and plenty of other places as well. And with that, Snell Nation out. Mm-hmm.